We don't have much time. That's one of the harsh realities of existence. Even if we live for a hundred years, in the grand scheme of history, that's a very small amount of time. And we don't know how much time we do have. It's best then to do the things we love with the people we love. And I think that's an important thing to really consider. I talk about that with my students, especially my juniors and seniors who are looking at the next phase of their lives. Whether it's post-secondary academic studies or a career path. I talk to them about, think about the things you really love. And try to bend your life around those things. When we talk about careers, a lot of times conversations will land on things like income or how many years of study or I think I'd be able to do this thing. And I've seen, I've read, I've heard different statistics, different numbers about the degree to which people love their work. And it's said that those statistics usually show the vast majority of people don't love their jobs. We spend a lot of time at our jobs. And it's tragic to not love that work. Now, I will say, I have a great deal of respect and appreciation for those people who sacrifice part of their life, like maybe their work, maybe doing something they don't totally love, in order to support another aspect of their lives they do love. I grew up around that, seeing that sort of thing, seeing that blue-collar, hard-work mentality where it was going every day to a job, that maybe didn't light a person on fire that they weren't totally in love with, but made that sacrifice for the stability to be able to put food on the table and make ends meet to support a family at home that was the central aspect of love in that person's life. I saw my dad do that my whole life, make sacrifices going to jobs that maybe wouldn't have been his dream when he was a kid to make sure we could live out our dreams and support us and do those sorts of things. I have a great deal of respect for that. But I think it's important to be clear about the things in our lives we do love so that we can build our lives around them. And it's never too late to do that. To make an adjustment and understand these are the things I really care about that I can focus on, and I can, I can bend the rest of my existence around those things. So that's what we're doing this week, is we're considering what we really love. And it's important to make a distinction between the things we like and the things we love. The things we like are pretty surface level. They're kind of skin deep. They're little things, little conveniences, little enjoyments, little luxuries, and those things are fine and good. But too often we get stuck on those things. 
We get stuck on the things we like. We get stuck on being comfortable, and that keeps us from the things we love sometimes. A lot of times, the stuff we love, the things we deeply care about, we don't always like every aspect of those things. We have to get through the difficult components of them to get to the heart of it, to get to the root of the thing, to what we really love. And I think I've been fortunate to experience that in different ways throughout my life. Some of them are simple ways. I remember when I was a kid and I got involved with martial arts, which I love. And I was in a Taekwondo class that met on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And martial arts has been a big part of my life since I was five years old. Still involved with it. But I, I was lucky to go to this kind of traditional type of Taekwondo school where it was very structured and regimented and yes sir and no sir and do push-ups and and it was pretty intense as a young kid. And most of the time I enjoyed going. But there were times where I wanted a break and I would be, uh, maybe, maybe I can just skip tonight and I can go next week or whatever. And luckily my mom, who would have to drive me there and take care of my two younger brothers, would basically push me to honor my commitment. It was something I said I was going to do. We're going to go and do it. And those were usually the days that after class, I would be the most excited. I would be the most cranked up about martial arts. Because I, I got through the uncomfortable part. Maybe I didn't, on a surface level, enjoy the having to do push-ups for making a mistake about something. Or the you know strict structure of the thing. Maybe there were parts of me that would have rather stayed home and watched TV and just relaxed a little bit. But once I got past some of those things, some of the uncomfortable things, I got to the part that I really loved. And I think about that with later in my life in football. I kind of fell in love with football in high school and wound up playing in college. And in high school, I remember my mom, again, basically asking, why would you do something like this? And I want to say it was in between two-a-day practices, where I'd come home from a morning practice and was lying on the couch, drinking water, making sure I got enough calories in. I think I had some ice on my legs and kind of anxiously anticipating the second practice of the day that I'd have to go back for. And mom just asked, and not in a negative way, or not in a discouraging way, but just why would you do something like this that required so much time and effort, that required so many hours in the weight room and year-round training, and in return, left you on the couch, beat up, ice on your body, waiting for the next practice to go back again. And the only thing I could think to say was that, well, I love it. And I maybe couldn't articulate it any more than that in that moment, but there was something about football that I loved. 
And maybe there were aspects aspects of it that I didn't necessarily like. I don't know that I liked conditioning drills at the end of practice. I don't know that I liked playing through little injuries and things like that. But I loved the end result. And I loved the camaraderie with the team that I think is really built in those things that are difficult. When a group of people do something difficult together. I love that. I did love the physical nature of the game. I gravitated towards contact sports like martial arts and football. I, I did love a certain part of that, a visceral part of that. And when I could focus on those things that I really loved, it made it a lot easier to get through the things that weren't as much just outwardly fun. The things we love, there are aspects that just aren't fun. In my adult life, I love being a parent more than anything. I love being a dad. And I really think most of it's pretty fun. But it's challenging. It's a full-time gig. And it's worrying about my kids and making sure they have the things they're supposed to have. And staying home with them when they're sick. And doing things like that. That maybe not all of it's a ton of fun. But I love it because at the root of it is this relationship with my children who I love more than anything. And I'm willing to build everything else around that. It's the same thing with teaching and coaching. I love teaching and coaching. I really do. Is every aspect of it fun? No. I still like to go to the weight room. Meet at the weight room at 6 in the morning working with athletes. Is it every morning that I hop out of bed ready to go? No, not every morning. Some nights I get to bed late the night before. So then it's running on less sleep than I should probably have. But I love working with athletes. I love what they get out of it. I love sharing the experience that I've had in athletics. So we do those things. And I don't focus on the things I like. Would I like sleeping in a little bit? Yeah, sometimes. But if we also spend enough time focusing on the things we love, it gets a lot easier to sort of enjoy the aspects of it that we have to get through. To kind of program ourselves to get up in the morning or put in the work or whatever it is. But we have to focus on the love. And I think of one more thing from football. It was when I was getting recruited to play football in college. And I remember a coach saying that he wanted players who hated losing more than they loved winning. And I'm not faulting that idea. I got what he was trying to say. That he wanted players who were going to compete and who weren't focused on the ego side of things about just wanting to win and look good. He wanted players who wanted to work and didn't want to lose and those sorts of things. But I remember thinking after that, it's like, oh, I want, I don't want to focus on players who hate losing. I want players who love football and more importantly, love each other. 
Because we'll do anything for the things we love. If it's for my children, I love them so much, I would do anything for them. We find a way to break down barriers and achieve more than we thought we could if it's for something we really love. Because I think love is the most powerful of human emotions. I think it's the most powerful thing in the world. And if we can build our lives around that, that's the best that we can hope to do with whatever time we have. So that's really all we're doing this week, is I want you to consider what are the things you really love and why do you love those things? Not just things you like, not just little things that are maybe fun or give you a little bit of happiness. I'm talking deeper than that. What do you really love? What do you really love doing? Who are the people you love being around and why? And then think about how to build your life around those things. Let's have another great week. Much love.